I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. A possible threat made against a Southern Illinois school district has been debunked, and a police chief, Brian Watkins, says his office verified a photograph that prompted the concern from school officials in Anna District 37 and the Anna Jonesboro High School District came from a Snapchat regenerated from another school district in the St. Louis area from over 24 hours ago. Chief Watkins says the threat was not directed at Anna Schools. The student in the St. Louis area school district was caught and removed from the school system. U.S. Senator Dick Durbin visited a southern Illinois farm today to discuss conservation programs for agriculture. Steph Whiteside has more. Durbin discussed the Inflation Reduction Act, which increased funding for farming conservation programs when the, where the demands have exceeded current funding. But there are also uh, investments that will be made because of the recent bill passed in Washington on conservation of soil and water, uh, which I think are critically important for us in the long haul. We have good participation in Illinois, uh, and we want to encourage more farmers to consider conservation. Durbin says climate change is the driving factor behind these efforts, noting that the changes to growing seasons and extreme weather events have a big impact on agriculture. The legislation also increased funding and tax credit for biofuels, funding for rural electric cooperatives to invest in renewable energy, and funding to increase grants that will help rural small businesses and farms make clean energy upgrades. I'm Steph Whiteside. The city of Carbondale is beginning plans to reconstruct and expand the Piles Fort Greenway multi-use bike path. The path currently runs along Piles Fort Creek with Terminide East Grand Avenue and East Walnut Street and a spur to South Wall Street. The proposed project includes the following improvements, widening the asphalt path from 8 to 10 feet, extending the path to the north and east along East Walnut to connect with the Crab Orchard Greenway, and enhanced pedestrian, bicycle, and micro-mobility access and street crossings. A map of the project is available on the city's community development page. There will be an informational meeting to answer questions and receive comments on the proposed design September 20th from 4.30 until 6 p.m. at Carbondale Fire Station 1. That's located at 600 East College Street in Carbondale. Again, that's September 20th. Illinois lawmakers working to pass gun laws say it will take some time before they reach a consensus. State Representative Bob Morgan, whose district includes Highland Park, is heading the group and says they've been meeting with people from both sides of the gun debate, from gun violence victims to Second Amendment advocates. But Morgan says they all have one common goal, to prevent gun deaths in Illinois. Within three days of the shooting in Highland Park, the state of Illinois lost more residents from gun violence and gun deaths than those lost their lives in the mass shooting in Highland Park. Within three days. House Speaker Chris Welch convened the group a couple of weeks after the Highland Park mass shooting. The lawmakers hope to pass legislation during a potential special session or the fall veto session. Early this morning, an Indiana man was arrested in Williamson County for an outstanding warrant for aggravated battery, discharge of a firearm. The sheriff's office says 66-year-old Robert Anthony from Indianapolis was taken into custody at a local motel without incident. During his arrest, he was found to be in possession of a handgun. Anthony was taken to the Williamson County Jail, where he's being held on charges of a warrant for aggravated battery, discharge of a firearm, along with a felon in possession of a firearm. A Texas man died in a four-vehicle crash Thursday afternoon in Saline County. Illinois State Police say 50-year-old Michael Woolley from Forney, Texas, was pronounced dead at a local hospital. Troopers say the driver of another vehicle, 35-year-old Tony King from Franklin, Indiana, suffered life-threatening injuries and was flown to a regional hospital. 
The drivers of the other two vehicles, 44-year-old Elizabeth Cooley-Questell from Harrisburg and 71-year-old Christopher Price of Jonesboro, Arkansas, were not injured. ISP reports a bucket truck driven by Woolley was southbound on Route 45 late Thursday afternoon. The other three vehicles, two semis and a car, were traveling north. Troopers say for an unknown reason, Woolley's vehicle swerved into the northbound lane, sideswiping the semi driven by Price and the car driven by Cooley-Questell. It then hit the semi driven by King head-on. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.